jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. Hey, boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just have to be boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. In- Truck, huh? <laughs> yeah. I would love to see his reaction with it because right? this is my yeah. thing. Yeah. All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Just Absolutely Boxing podcast. It's episode 100. Wow. Happy 100th episode, bro. We made it, man. We made it. You hear that track? That track got you hype, right? It's, it, it did, man. I ain't gonna lie. It, um, <laughs> it's it, it sent chills, man. I mean, to me, you know what I'm saying? It's, it gives me chills listening to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, definitely, man, because um, we've we been doing this two years now. Yeah, you know, we've been years, doing this two man. years, you two know. Years, yeah. Shout out to um, DJ Pocket for both tracks, you know what I'm saying? But um, definitely yeah. shout out to DJ Pocket for that for that, that new heat right there. I don't th- I don't think he know how hot it is. Man, for definitely shout out to DJ Pocket because the first time you played it, man, that made me want to – just just snatch somebody up and <laughs> you know take me out of my zone man and just got me hyped up man that's just how real it is you know like you was telling me he do so much music it's just like a, a yeah. sprinkle a little this like thing that to him and he ain't thought about it since he made it wow. you know what I'm yeah, saying we've yeah. been we've had it and been holding it for the 100th episode I've been and, playing in the car you know what I'm saying and he ain't thought nothing else about it but that's cool you know yeah. what I'm saying this is a little See, he got planted mm-hmm. there if it grow. You know what I mean? He, he going to get what he deserve, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It's always respect, all love, man. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm just going in here, man. It's our 100th episode. Uh, we took last week off just to kind of get this one together. It wasn't 420, right, P? It wasn't 420 that had you indisposed. No, no, we good. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, like I said, we just kind of want to do a new little fresh episode for y'all. Uh, kind of look back on some of our past episodes, you know, why we still talk about boxing, why it's still fresh to us, you know, yeah. you know, but uh, before we do that, like I always say, you know, what's been going on, Pete? Not too much. Man. Like you say, man, just um, kind of getting ready for this, this hundredth episode. Like, I mean, it's kind of a big deal to us. So we wanted to try to put something different, something special together, you know, not necessarily for, the fans, but for us, it's a little milestone for us, you know, and anybody who can appreciate that, you know, we, we, we respect that too, but it, it really means something 
special to me and because um you know we just been pushing you know what i'm saying we don't talk about it we don't say hey man we did it we don't advertise we did an episode every week to like common people if you know you know you know what i mean but we not running around just oh you know check this out we just doing what we like to do and you know boom here we are at 100 some people last time they checked we was at five ten whatever you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so now we're at 100 yeah because it just seemed like not too long ago i was saying happy 10th episode 10th yeah. episode to you and then all of a sudden we got this many and like you said some people probably was gone after 20 they, or they may, might not be doing it anymore they might Absolutely. got tired of it but like i told Absolutely. you Every episode we do is something new to me. That's why it's always fresh. You yeah, know? I mean, it's, an, it's, an, it's, it's a new episode for us, you know what I mean? So, I mean, on the outside looking, you might not understand it, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're just going to be doing what doing what we do, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what people think, you know what I mean? People got to realize you got to do what's in your heart to do and what's your truth, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. stop worrying about what other people are doing and um, what they think or what they say. I really, I don't, man. You know, mm-hmm. we have, we've been on the boxing thing. Boxing is starting to bubble and get a little bigger, but we've been, this, this ain't new to me. People say, well, Paris, I ain't know you was a, I didn't know you was so into boxing or whatever. I mean, cause you're not a boxing fan. If you're not a boxing fan, why, how would you know that I'm into it? Mm-hmm. I would never talk to you about it if you're not into it. I talk to people who are into things. You know, I don't just bring random conversations. I'm not going right. to bring a basketball guy into a boxing conversation. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah, I see it that way too. Cause it's like I introduced myself to somebody. I said, "Hey, what's up? My name's Ant. Exactly. I'm a boxing fan." And no, I don't no, say I mean, stuff exactly. like that. You know, on, you man. know, that's something you. That's what it is. Yeah, so just something I mean, that's come natural. People realize now. Okay, now it's a little different. We got a podcast. We we actually have something that we are promoting and supporting. Then yeah, okay, yeah. Now you will see more boxing stuff because now it's just more more relevant. For me, personally, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you will see me posting more boxing pictures and more inf- information on what's going on in the boxing world because we do have a podcast that a lot of this stuff directly correlates to. I mean, it, it goes hand in hand. But, you know, anyway, just <clears throat> like I said, Aunt, we doing what we love to do. You know what I'm saying? The people who are following us, they know that we love and are passionate about what we do. And the people that come up and say, Oh yeah, you guys still doing? I ain't really worried about them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because yeah. you, that's a question you don't have to ask. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if you following, you know, you know, you know that you know we still work hard to do it. And you know, just bringing up something you always say, you know, and I, it just you know makes me reflect too. Is always mm-hmm. that we always be making time to do this. You know, we don't have a lot of time. You know, Absolutely. we really have been squeezing in over a hundred hundred episodes just about every single week. Yeah. You know, we had a week here off here and there but for the most part we've been going straight you yeah. know we've always been trying to come together to actually do it people just don't say that takes a lot yeah i mean definitely for us and sometimes man you worlds apart i mean mm-hmm. from the location to interest everything so but for one hour every week we commit that to the podcast i mean it's it's not like we just sitting around waiting for one day a week to do a podcast you know i mean we systematically and strategically plan it and execute you know what i'm saying but Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of other stuff going on you know life Mm -hmm. you know just life it's 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 not about this that is just life everybody got life going on and Mm -hmm. if you understand what i'm saying then you i don't have to explain it it's just life you know what i'm saying we got to work we family we got different things going Mm -hmm. on like everybody else in the world you know yeah yeah, and then, you know, once you factor all that together, you know, it's just like you really 
have to appreciate appreciate us for taking the time out to talk yeah. and you know spill our mind on boxing to actually commit an hour a day because an hour don't sound like much but when you start going day by day yeah. like you say life comes up yeah mm-hmm. i mean it's only 24 hours in a, in a day you know so mm-hmm. it's just like i mean boxing ain't putting no money in my pocket i gotta feed the family i got things to do so it's things is how i put my priority list and just you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean this is going to get done but it's other things that definitely set you know precedence to boxing you know talking mm-hmm. boxing right now you know but the thing is it's the love for it and it's the passion it's not about the money or nothing right now we do it because we love to do it. And, it's, and it's, at the end of the day, it's our thing. We can do it our way, how we want to do it. And that's what we've been doing. You know what I mean? We've been doing this for two years with no rules, no regulations, no stress. You yeah. know what I mean? We've been working it out so it's no stress. That, that, that Don't forget, that's what we base doing this on that. Yeah. No stress, no worries. So stress, no pressure. Yep. If, <clears throat> you know, something come up, we can't do it. We just re- replan, recalibrate, and, you know, execute. That's all, man. It's, it's, it's not that complicated. No, it's never you know been, you know, and, you know, for, for the next hundred, we're going to keep it that way. Yeah, we're going to keep it that way. That's the only way. It, and because if it changes, yeah. it's not going to be fun no more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's part of the passion and it's no stress. No way. I, I'm not preparing for a fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Why should I be stressed out or, you know, catching grief from doing something I supposed to love to do? So, you know, as long as it's healthy and, and, and no stress and no worries, then I, I, I see me wanting to do this for a long time to come because I enjoy it. Yeah, same here, man. Like always, you know, I'm I'm committed to it, man, because, you know, like I said, boxing is life for me. Right. You know, every day it's the same, you know, it's not the same thing. It's always something fresh for me. But um, just kind of looking back too, man, uh, but before we talk about that, man, you did watch the uh, Crawford Con fight, right? Yeah. What'd you think of it, man, as far as like what what – did the result do anything for you as far as like decide anything as far as Crawford status or it decided con status for me? <laughs> what did it do for Crawford for you? Yeah, I mean the, the the overall fight didn't really satisfy my boxing palate, and I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Like I said, it wasn't a fight that I really had imagined or thought about. You know, these two guys being in the ring, and then the result. You know, I mean, I knew that you know pretty much Crawford would. You know, be victorious, but the way it happened was just like, I mean, nobody want to see a fight in like that, you know what I'm saying? So it was just not only was it not the fight I really wanted to see, but the result definitely wasn't what I wanted to see, so Yeah, usually um, a result can make up for it. Yeah, know, if he had went result, there and yeah. KO'd him, I would have been like, alright, cool, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. That, that, that would have that would have changed the fight. Not right. that it's all about a knockout, but mm-hmm. that would have been kind of what I expected to see. I'm like, oh, alright, cool. But to go out the way that he went out, it just wasn't, you know, wasn't satisfying, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, but as far as what it really does for Bud, I mean, it's not his fault at all, but it doesn't really do anything because we didn't really get to see him display, you know, his skills the way we want to. Now, mind you, he was doing a lot of crafty things in there that, you know, people who know high-level boxing saw him doing, mm-hmm. but to the casual fans, they didn't really get to see the Terrence Crawford we want them to see so they can, mm-hmm. you know, he can cross over and, they, you know, they really understand what, what we're dealing with. Right. With somebody like Terrence Crawford, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something special, in my opinion, you know what I mean? But it just, it, it wasn't his fault that, you know, the fight played out that way, but it, as far as his stock, it didn't really do anything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely didn't, you know, drop it, definitely didn't raise it, but like you were telling me yesterday, like, it's, it's not for... It's not, we can't blame him. You know, yeah, it's, it's not, not his, his fault, fault. but yeah. he just stays right here because 
everything he was doing was crafty, but whenever your opponent quits like that, it just makes it it makes the opponent stock drop. So then you're like, oh, we can't we can't make him go this higher because his opponent was nothing, you know. Exactly. Like exactly. speaking of like Khan, like Khan was just a guy that was looking for a big payday. He talked big game and made everybody feel like he was ready, like he was gonna do something, but we all felt like, yeah, he probably would have got knocked out. But when you quit like that, you know, mm-hmm. that just makes us feel like, hey, you, your stock drops as a, as one of the toughest fighters that just keeps coming back. Like, yeah. you know, we always talk about Amir Khan's chin, but I always gave him credit for facing yeah. the best fighters. And coming back after getting you know? some of those devastating knockouts. Like, I mean, yeah. he wasn't known as a quitter. We, we've seen this guy has some devastating knockouts, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, um, we never seen him quit, though. So, I mean, it, it it just didn't sit right with me. And I'm sure a lot of other boxing fans to see, you know, a guy go out like that. I mean, this is the thing. It, you know, you, you, you got a chance to get in there with somebody like Terrence Crawford. You would have thought that the guy would want to have made the most of that experience. You know, he could have still lost, but mm-hmm. lost in good fashion. And yeah. it, it did something for his stock. You know what I'm right. saying? And you know what I mean? He gave him hell of a fight. Yeah, we can say, hey, we can see, too, oh, he, he still got a little something. It's a mm-hmm. few about the weights that he would mm-hmm. be able to do something with. But, I mean, this didn't really say anything, you know, in my opinion, this no. fight. Yeah, not for me, especially whenever you get hit with a low blow, you don't take the, the five minutes. You just let your trainer call it off for you, you know Yeah, what I mean? you just that bending just... over, looking around, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they said, do you want five minutes or not? And you just bending on me, come on, yeah, man, that's, I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I was just kind of like, no, nah, that didn't answer my question about him. Even as far as seeing, like, the Kill Brook fight now, like, if he would have lost this fight, and like you said, like a a, a warrior fashion, mm-hmm. I would have wanted to see the Kill Brook fight. Now yeah. I don't even want to see yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and like, Kel was saying, I ain't really interested no more, dude. You, you turned you know, over. Yeah, yeah, you know, so... It didn't really do nothing. It didn't really do anything for really anybody. Eh? No, you know what I'm saying? No, it didn't. Especially when you look at the how many people viewed it. It wasn't that many numbers yeah. that, that, that viewed it. So you know, again, that's not Buzz's fault. But you know, once you look at uh, who you're matching your fighters up with, it's just telling you that we need to start having the best fight the best. And and that, and that was my thing. At, like from the beginning, where I said the fight didn't really. Did, I wasn't up for this fight anyway. Mm-hmm. This wasn't who I wanted to see Terrence Crawford in there with when there's a bunch of young lines walking around. Or right. Definitely more well-matched opponents, you know what I'm saying, um, walking around out there. So that's kind of how I felt, you know what I mean? That's kind of how I felt, you know. And then for Khan to just, just do what he did, I mean, and then, I mean, Khan, I mean, he's still a box. I still respect any man to pretty much get in the ring. You know, he has done some things in the ring. I, I, I don't know what happened that night, but, um, you know, it's not like he's quit before. He's known to be a quitter, but it just was. Hopefully he retires. Eh? If he retires, then I'm cool with it. If he retires, I'm, I'm, I'm cool, cool with that. it. Yeah, I'm definitely you know, If he cool. retires, mm-hmm. I'm cool, yo. Yeah. I got it over my head. I'm done. But if he tries to come back, I don't want I don't want to. I don't want to see no more fights. Yeah. Because he, he really played everybody that felt like. Like I said, I still didn't want to see that fight, but there were a lot of people that f- started feeling like he could pull an upset. And then whenever he come to do this, it makes you want to just say, no, just retire. Because yeah. you're just messing the game up yeah. now. Yeah. And it take Literally me, messing it up. And it take me back to, man, like you said, how he started to convince people. But I never, I, I didn't buy any of it. It's just like the regular, I've been the best trainer of my life. Me and my wife work things. You know, all this stuff. We hear all this stuff all the time, man. Fighters say. Or, or what was he doing? Posting the... 
the clips of him working at the mitts real fast, yeah, and then just, people were like, "Oh yeah, he's got the hand speed." Just, man. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. You know, when 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 you feeding all this stuff, and then it don't translate. You know what I mean? So I knew all the stuff he was talking. I've heard that talk from Khan before. He talked like that with the Canelo. Oh, I'm I'm ready. This and he got knocked out. I give him, you know, credit for having the heart to get in there with these guys, but. You know, I, I, the talk really didn't do nothing for me. And, no. You know what I'm saying? Not dealing with somebody like Bud. Bud is, yeah. is too much danger there for this little mm-hmm. con talk to make me mm-hmm. think that, oh, no, he's going to say, no. Nah. You know, Bud didn't even respect his power. He's walking through the shots, letting him shoot at, shoot at him and not Bud was block. going in there, hands down, chin yeah, come down, on, man. you know, just, just baiting him in. He couldn't commit to nothing. So, so it, that kind of shows you, aside from him quitting, what led up to it, the eyes, the body language, mm-hmm. you know, just like he couldn't. He couldn't figure that that equation out. You know, every time Bud kept switching switching stances on, he was just like the eyes, man. Just like I said, in the body shots. Remember, he got hit with some body shots. I mean, he went did, right into the ropes. He did. Was that the practice round they stopped? He's just tearing off on the body. And when you see a guy just tearing off on a, a world class fighter like a man, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean. Mm-hmm. A world class fighter don't get teed off on that unless no. they, you know, hurt mm-hmm. against ropes. He was just standing. He yeah. Was digging into the body. I'm like, wow, both hands. So I knew it was a matter of time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a matter of time, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully from here, man, we just get get Bud in there with those guys, like, you know, all these other PBC welterweights, and we have Amir Khan call it quits. But um, it, since Spence is fighting Sean Porter next, who would you want to see Crawford in there with? As far as, you know, who you want to see him mix it up with this summer? To be honest, and I mean, I seen, I seen your picture of the, the, the Danny Garcia, you know, Danny Garcia coming off. You know the Mike the the uh, who did he fight last at the uh, Adrian Granados Granados yeah. you know, Granados victory. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. You know, what I'm saying? I, I that's definitely better than him and Khan. I would have rather see that fight instead of Bud and Khan to be honest. That's why I say I don't even know how Khan really got into the mix or whatever. But I'm down for that. Yeah, because you think I'm about it, down for that. Garcia, he was the winner even out of their fight. Yeah, you know? that's so what I'm saying. Like, take the fresher guy, you know, get get the fresher guy. There, Come like, on, man. Did, like, it didn't make no sense to me how he got into that fight or whatever, but I'm down for that. You know, Porter and Spence and Garcia and Crawford, I'm down for that. You know? Yeah, because I was like, if you want to let that Spence-Crawford fight marinate, these two fights here can hold us off. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, they're good fights. So the winner fights each other, then the losers Absolutely. can fight. So, you Absolutely. know, give us something that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all we want. And and to be honest, you know, these fights could change the dynamics of what's down the road. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. somebody could take an L with, you know, these yeah. are, these are, you get to the top of the welterweight division yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? With mm-hmm. these names, not, you know, and um, we, we don't know. Yeah, because I talked about it too. I said, Porter might have a style that get under Errol Spence's skin. He might, man. Because he you had know. that damn pit bull. Everybody can't deal with that yeah, pit bull, man. Yeah, you know, you know, if he can nullify your power with that mauling and Charging brawling. and just, yeah. Because think about can't. it. Like, Spence hasn't faced a guy that's going to keep coming relentless at you. No, you know what I mean? No, like, he might no. know that his power is his only thing or his power is what's going to nullify me. So, I got to be first. You know, exactly. I got to be in there because all of these other guys that he fought leading up to me, probably ain't preparing for him. No. So that's my time to capitalize, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so we don't know. That's why I say Sean Porter, a lot of people doubt him or whatever, but we don't know, you know, his his, his fortitude. You know, he could mm-hmm. be that he'd be using that for motivation and really go in there and do this. It's not an impossible mm-hmm. fight, and it's not yeah. a fight that I'm saying guaranteed yeah. Spence Spence wins, you know what I'm saying? Um 
my only concern with that fight is we have seen Porter dropped a few times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, but other than that, I mean, I say it's a 60-40 fight. You yeah. know, I, I would give, you know, Spence to 60. Yeah, you know I do. Yeah. I still, like, pick Spence to win, but I go. I want to go record and say that Sean Porter's not scared of him. No. I mean, look at his record. He's already fought some of the top guys. To me, he has the best resume, Yeah, you know. And I feel like, I said this too, I feel like he's more of a credible welterweight win than Terrence Crawford. Yeah. I feel Terrence Crawford has better skill, but the better tested guy is Sean Porter. Yeah, and welterweight, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm like, people call this style trash. I heard people on video say style trash. Well, that trash has got him to the top. Absolutely. It's one in two belts. Absolutely. absolutely. So he's then, not trash, you and know, he ain't scared of him. Think about it, and just his history. People don't know that this guy used to be 168 and beating up guys back yeah. In the day, you know what I'm As saying? As so, amateur went yeah, over you so you got to factor all that stuff in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not just what you see on the surface. You know, Sean Porter, he's cultivated that style because it works for him. Right, you know, yeah. it's like Floyd with the shoulder roll. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't do the shoulder roll. Everybody can't do the pit bull. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, exactly. Sean, yeah. Sean Porter can do the pit he's bull or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, I do like that fight, man. I do like yeah. that fight, and I think it's a good test. For Spence, like you say, it's a it's a solid welterweight, young, you know, mm-hmm. hungry. It's no excuses, no smaller guy, no older guy. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I like it. Yeah. You know. So make it happen, man. Make it happen. It's uh better than the other fight, uh, Thurman Pacquiao. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean that fight is like Keith Thurman don't deserve that. Sean Porter do deserve this fight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I yeah. mean he he is in the realm of this fight being made. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keith Thurman and Pacquiao that that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how that and think about got like, made. Sean Porter's never really been calling injuries when fights come around. You know, he's been staying in the mix, win or lose. So yeah. I'm like, people call him scared of this, but I'm like, well, he signed on. He's taking it. Yeah. You know? I don't think, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's scared of you know? these guys. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I mean, guys. yeah, guys be thinking about certain things and different things, but when you say fear, guys, like, mm-hmm. I'm scared. I don't see that. Man. I really don't yeah. see that, you know? I mean, the Mike Tyson era was different. Yeah. It might have been people who really feared him. That was yeah. a different animal. Yeah. But these guys, mm-hmm. nobody should be scared of nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you might say, well, damn, I mean, this guy, he is fast. He do. He can't mm-hmm. move. It's a fight that I might not, but I don't think nobody's scared of him. I don't think no. nobody's scared. If Earl Spence walk up to Sean Porter and punch him in the face, they fighting that. They fighting. They Earl Spence, fight. Sean Porter's not going to run. Yeah, he's going to feel. Yeah, you know man. Yeah, and the, the need to react to he's that. He's going to react. Yeah, you know, he's so. a fighter, so I don't, I don't believe that one bit. Yeah, that's something we might have to do episode on. Just casual fans trying to call fighters scared. You know, yeah, like damn. I, you know, like if I haven't been in there in a professional ring, then I'm not going to call any, you know, anybody yeah. a scary fighter. Absolutely, absolutely. That's just I mean, it's just crazy talk, man. It's like the guy on out the Jab Effect Instagram page where he say, "Oh, Wilder don't have heart." And I say, "How can he? Have, how, how can you say he don't have heart? And he's getting in there with guys who I weigh him thirty and forty pounds." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so people say the craziest things, man. Okay, so he's a guy with no heart, but he steps into the most dangerous weight division. Weight class. Well, guys, I weigh in him by that right. much. Right. Well, you could die from one punch, literally, you know, and you feel like he's scared. And it, Weighing you know, 220, two, damn near a cruiserweight, but you feel he's scared. And the thing is so stupid about it. I can see if I say he's TBE. So I said the man got heart. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't say that Deontay Wilder don't have heart. I mean, come on, man. You got to give people something, man. You, you know what I mean? You don't want to get the heavyweight champion of the world. Don't he don't it. got heart. Come on. Come on, bro. So I'm just saying, like, some of the stuff is just 
nonsense and I can't even pick it up on my radar or mm-hmm. entertain it or even acknowledge it, mm-hmm. man. Some of the stuff people people yeah. say, you know. And that's why I say you might feel the same way. I say this for me. You might agree, like I said, but a lot of things aren't worth debate. Exactly. It's not like I'm not going to debate. I'm not going to debate. This is our platform. Mm-hmm. We got our opinion. You can have your yeah. own opinion, but I'm not going to go yeah. back and forth. I don't have to. Yeah, so I don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, to say somebody you know don't have heart. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Keep it to yourself. Exactly. That's how I always feel. But about just know that you sound yeah. crazy. Just know that you sound crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. And think about it. Is it something you would say to his face? No. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just like with Sean Porter. Would you call him his style trash to his face? You'll get trashed. Yeah, exactly. Trashed. (laughs) For real, man. But, uh, yeah, man, we just kind of went back on a couple of these fights, man. You know, just, um, you know, kind of talk this welterweight division up because, hey, we need to start having these guys fight, man. But, uh, you know, on to us, man. In this 100th episode, man, uh, like I said, I just kind of want to go back and talk to you, P, about, you know, the game and, you know, how long we've been doing this now, how many episodes we've knocked out. But I want to ask you that one question I asked you the first episode, P, like, why do you still want to talk boxing, man, especially with me, man? Like, <laughs> I mean, well, talk? my answer is still the same, man. I'm about people who about making stuff happen. I don't care if you purple... And weigh 300 pounds. If you're trying to make something happen that I'm trying to make happen, that's just it for me. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, two years later, and we then got closer and, you know, connected in other ways or whatever. But it's really just the passion for the sport, eh? You know what I'm saying? You still down to do it like I'm down to do it. You know what I mean? A lot of people talk to talk, eh? but don't walk the walk. So, you know, I'm beyond, I'm beyond talking. You know, you said, yo, let's do something. And we did it. Yeah, we yeah. did it. I would have still had I had that conversation with some other people. We still be talking about it. Yeah. Yo, yeah, no, yo, we need to do that. You know, so I'm beyond that old bunch of talking and going yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Let's do something. So we had that conversation. Here we are now, two years later, 100 episodes. McRoy Jones, all the little small accolades that you know we have um, experienced in the two year journey or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that just sums it up right there. Eh? You know what I'm saying? It's doers and it's talkers. Yeah. I agree with you, man, because, like, same way you say you ask somebody to do this and then you always still just be, we'll talking. Still be talking about it. I've experienced that with other things, you know, asking people, hey, let's do this. And they just leave me, you know, because they don't want to do it. So yeah. it's like you can't find that person with the same energy, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, when me and you got together, like I said, we just somehow started talking about boxing after a while. I was just like, hey, man, like, we see people out here doing, you know, the stupidest stuff. <laughs> And we out here just talking about something we passionate about. Why don't we just put it on a platform, you mm-hmm. know, where people can just see hey, two guys talking about the sport. Not necessarily starting trouble, arguing, or debating. But, exactly. you know, just bringing a, def- a different angle. Exactly. You know, different angle. Exactly. Energy. You know, and coming with the real end. We're not stirring the pot. We're not doing drama stories. We're not, oh, we heard so-and-so got knocked out and spawn. You know, we respect the game. We respect gym rules. We respect people's privacies and people's personal lives and you know because we men we you know we we got respect for the fighters it's you know it's not about exposing or exploiting them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i feel like if we cover them in a respectful way we our fruits are gonna come yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I, that's honestly how i feel you know if we do the right thing we will be rewarded for that you yeah. know in some type of way you know what i mean so we just doing what's coming from our heart we're not trying to really straddle on either side of the fence i'm being real man if i don't like something i don't like it if mm-hmm. i like it i like it i'm not 
really trying to straddle the fence. I'm just who I am and it's pretty much straight, straight shooting with me. You know what I mean? So, um, I just call it the way I see it. And that's the way, that's the only way I can do it. You know what I'm saying? I can't be, oh, it's politics. You can't say, I can't deal with all that. You know what I'm saying? I can't deal with all that, bro. So this was a perfect platform Mm -hmm. for us to be able to, you know, express ourselves and, and, and talk boxing and, you know, grow our fan base. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because the one thing I want people to understand for me as part of the show is like I never said I was claiming to know who's getting paid what, you know, who's got the highest pay-per-view numbers or I know all the history of boxing, but I know what I know. You know what I mean? And I never claimed to say hey, I know all of this other stuff or, you know, this hearsay and trying to base my show off of that. You know, I just kind of go with what I know. And that's kind of what I want to bring to the table, you know, something different. You know, as far as the energy or bringing something new on how I feel about boxing. You know, you got other right. people just talk bad mouthing other fighters. You know, there's a good side to boxing. You know, I feel like a lot of people don't get to you hear the the good side or the dark side of what fighters have to go through. You know what I mean? Like we just see what's in the ring, and a lot of people base that off of what they see in the ring. They don't never get to go back and talk about or hear about. You know, some other struggles they got with family or like you say, you know, um, the weight cuts, you know, stuff like that. We don't or just contracts and stuff, you know, we Con- never contract. And think, yeah. think, like you say, the mental aspect of like having a messed up contract mm-hmm. that weighs on you. In the fight, that weighs on you. Know? Yeah. The the weight cut. Mm-hmm. That's physical mm-hmm. and mental. That That's yeah. weighing. Oh, next week I got to make this. I mm-hmm. mean, these fighters. And then you got to go in there yeah. and fight. Eh? And you got to go in there and fight a killer on top of exactly. all this mental anguish. Yeah. My contract ain't right. My, the weight cut ain't going right. And I got to fight a killer because he want to take my belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, what other athletes uh, being put under that type of right. scrutiny and pressure, dude, to perform? Right. I don't think it's none, man. There ain't none. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me to go ahead and, like, judge a fighter off of, you know, who he's fighting in the ring sometimes, and you know, I have to kind of hold back on that and say, let me let him tell his side of the story. So if somebody comes on the show, you know, we can let them kind of just talk about it. I'm not going to go ahead and go in and, and and base it off of what I haven't seen. You know, that's right. what a lot of people do. But that's not for me, man. Yeah. No, no. Like I say, man, we definitely want to get fighters a fair shake if they deserve it. I mean, like I said, we're going to call it how we see it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, some, there's some guys out here who not really representing the sport mm-hmm. the right way. You know what I'm saying? Um but it is what it is. But the guys that are, those are the guys you're going to hear me talking about and praising mm-hmm. and, you know, wanting to be perceived in the, in the positive light. You know, bringing some of these things that you might not know. Like, the, you know, the Danny Jacobs thing, just bringing out the cancer thing. Some people might not know that if they haven't really been in tune with it. But that's a such a inspirational and motivational story, you know, that, mm-hmm. that he has. So those are the things I want people to know. The fighters are people too. They they go through everything that we go through, but they still go in the ring and fight. And um that's a lot, man. Yeah. That's a lot. You know that it's a hard living that. Mm-hmm. It's a hard paycheck to earn. Yeah. You know, you go in there and get your face bashed in mm-hmm. Maybe for a couple dollars. So, you know, everybody see the paydays. Everybody not getting millions, millions mm-hmm. in, in the paydays. You know, some guys are doing this for s- small small change. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Some, Taking the same risk. Yeah, some people actually fight like they get $1,000 off each punch they take. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they take so many punches, then, you, you know, that's what's going to get their money. But when you find out how much they make, you really like, why? You know? Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're thinking, okay, I mean, it's... it's, it's scientific facts that 
taking punches to the head leads to damage later mm-hmm. on down the road. So, you know, I mean, you got to always remember that, Ant. You know, I mean, you know, baseball, you might get off right. There's certain things you might get, but we talking about brain damage, you know, things mm-hmm. that can incapacitate you. And stuff that in might not. golden years, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, stuff that might not affect you right now, but it'll, your brain will, you know, feel them effects later on when you get older. But yeah, man, uh, yeah, like I said, I feel the same way you do, man. I'm um, just kind of like to talk about boxing the same way. Never, uh, never has it gotten older to me. It, it still stays fresh because, like I said, I don't just kind of base off of fads. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people following the same fighter over and over. It's, it's just all around the the everything that that builds the fight up. Like I said, everything from weight cuts to to training mm-hmm. to to the energy two fighters meet. Right, you know, just the face-offs, all of that kind of make for a fight, or their backstories, you know, right. stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I mean, and like honestly, to me, and I'm just thinking, it's kind of like, it's kind of like music to me. I've been listening to music, hip hop music, since as far as I can remember. And every time I think, man, music, they didn't, they didn't took it to the. It, 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 nobody can top this. Somebody tops it. So it's the same mm-hmm. thing with boxing. It's the same thing with boxing. You know, you see a guy, I'm like, oh man, can't. then guess what? Here comes a new fresh kid coming up doing things we we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. You know the Matrix, this that the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And it's the same way with me. It, it's mm-hmm. always being innovated and refreshed, so it can mm-hmm. never get old to me. Yeah. So it's like music with me. You know, hip hop. You know, even some of the new cats. And even just come out with a song that might catch me. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. A beat like we were just yeah. talking about the Yellow Beezy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a serious beat he got. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't yeah. care what age you are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But. It's just once I once I think that they've topped out, they mm-hmm. always level up and bring something else. And just so people know, like what you mean to, I understand too. Like when you got these young cats coming out doing it the way they want to do it, as far as like even the business, mm-hmm. like a Devin Haney, absolutely, like, absolutely. not just bringing absolutely. a new science to the game, but how he's running his business, absolutely. And and even that more particular, and because I mean, come on, we know the science goes back to the early 1900s. Yeah. You're not really, yeah, yeah, you're, you're not, not really doing really too much time. new to that. Exactly. But yeah. the format, the, the 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 blueprint to playing the game, mm-hmm. we seeing young cats do stuff different. You know, right. I mean, a la Floyd Mayweather. You know, a lot of people seeing what he did. So of course, he's inspiring the smart young fighters, not to just buy jewelry, but to get mm-hmm. your business together, to get it know? early, yeah, and be 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 in charge. You mm-hmm. know, be 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 your boss, right? You know, right. so um. Absolutely, man. Um, it's, it's it's just a beautiful thing, and like you say, the, the, the Devin Haney thing. I'm glad you brought it up. Stuff like that is like a refreshing in the game. And we've never seen a 19 year old kid be his own promoter in that position. We've never seen that. That's interesting and exciting to me, being a boxing fan, because we've never seen that before. And, and think about it. It, it, it kind of cuts out some of those things I was saying that other fighters have to deal with, like. Yeah, they have to deal with the championship fight, but they are thinking of getting shortchanged short and having change. to worry about yeah, negotiations. Absolutely. But absolutely. he's already cut that part of the pressure out. out. So now I can focus more on training, the fight, because I know my dad got my back. Yeah, my know? business is straight. We All straight I got to do is mm-hmm. worry about the fight. I, I don't have a sneak in my corner. you know. And then you know, somebody like Devin Haney is inspiring a kid like Little Future, you know, up and comers who's saying, yo, I'm trying yeah. to do it just how he did it. I'm going to come up, build my stock up, become on promo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. The game is always being innovated and, and changing. So how can it be old? How can boxing be old? You know. But like I said the other day, that's the final culmination of the whole boxing thing is the fight throwing punches. There's so much more before mm-hmm. that, after that. You know, 
that's the final thing. So some people, that's all they see. But that's like the last thing I see. It's the fight. That's the last thing yeah, I see. That's the last thing. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like we... All me and you, like hardcore fans, are always looking at what builds it up. What builds it you up, know, you know. Then we see what type of warriors and titans we got. Exactly. You know, we actually know the level of each guy and if they're on that same plane. Absolutely. See, other guys, casual fans, they just want to see the knockout. They just come to see these two guys. I might not know their name, but I know they're gonna, you know, beat each other up. That's right. that's their way of thinking. But us, we already know. Oh, this guy here, like you said, he's. He's overcoming cancer, you know. Yeah, exactly. And how I wanted to explain how, like, the backstories can make something different, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, you can have two fighters. If I know for a fact that this fighter came from some of the hardest conditions in life, and this guy he's facing has been pampered from day one, that gives me insight to how this fight could play out. And because I know this one guy who's been in the harshest conditions in the world is a survivalist. He, he knows how to deal with... With Tyson, you know what I mean. He he he's versed in the different elements than this guy who's been pampered his whole life, which can translate in the fight. You know, this guy who's been in the trenches of his whole life. If you get him in trouble in the, in, in the fight, he might know how to weather through the storm. This mm-hmm. pampered guy, he might get hurt and fool. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So so many is so mm-hmm. deep. That's why I say hey, the fight is the last thing I see. Yeah. I'm looking at the whole gambit. I mean, the family man is is, mm-hmm. is this guy? Is he going through a lot of Domestic stuff, even though that's his personal life, but that can factor into a fight, and that's things I have to look at. The casual fan that doesn't matter to them, they're going to just say he's a wife beater. No, I want to say, well, I know he got a case, Mm -hmm. he he got a case hanging over his head before this fight, which I know he's thinking about, which he may not be able to focus as much Mm -hmm. as he needs. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things that factor in to the fight. It all makes you feel like, how are they going to re exert that energy in the ring? You know what I mean? Like, how am I going to re exert that? Am I going to fold? Or I'm gonna let it out away yeah, in my yeah, fight or, to or win. Can they? You know, yeah, what I mean? can yeah. they overcome? Can they can it, compartmentalize yeah. this drama in their life? Mm-hmm. I mean, Buster Douglas, his mother died. He got in the ring and fought. I mean, what's the other guy? Uh, uh, I think his sister, somebody had that was. I mean, you see it time and yeah, time yeah. again where guys go in the ring with the world on their back, yeah. eh? The world yeah. on their back. We can call out our job. I'm yeah. got diarrhea. I call out to my hey, I ain't gonna be there. Right. Even again, Danny you know? Jacobs deal with his grandma's um at the time he had a law his first loss, you know. His, his grandma, his, yeah. His, I mean, his grandmother, absolutely, so absolutely. Just absolutely. just thinking about how they're all able to either box that in or like I said, be able to translate that energy into something to get it out of the system. It's it's that that's one of the more fascinating parts. Absolutely, for me too, man. absolutely. And and then like like I said yesterday too, and the humility that it takes to be a fighter. A a, a fighter can get knocked out cold and then has to come center stage and do an interview in front of thousands of people. And who, who can do that? Man? It's not mm-hmm. too many people that can do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's the humility you have to have. Yo, I just got knocked out cold, but that's the fight game. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It ain't no knock on me. Mm-hmm. His punch landed first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that takes humility to be able mm-hmm. to do something like that. Yeah. Man. You know, like I say, a basketball guy might miss a shot and he's crying and running off the mm-hmm. court and all this stuff, you know what I mean? Before a fighter to have to come center stage, put the mic in your hand. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's other interviews going yeah. on. Yeah. All eyes are on you. Every eyes on you. Know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if you go back, like you say, basketball, these college players, they've been dealing with getting crossed up or dunked on, you know, or missing a winning shot from college up to professional. But the fighter, he has to learn how to translate that energy from sparring. He could have gotten knocked out of sparring, you know, and all that. He probably still thinks about that, but Absolutely. he can't let that per- affect his performance. He Every time he goes perform, in there, then you know? getting knocked out in the ring, 
that's why you're at that point. If you know how to translate it right, you thinking, oh, it was nothing. You know, I got caught. He just yeah, had a better shot. Caught, that you know, day. to be able to compose yourself and do that, mm-hmm. man. You know, I mean, we got to realize we see guys get knocked out, do an interview, keep their composure, go backstage and bust out crying, man. Yeah, bust out crying like a yeah. baby. Yeah, bust out crying like a baby. So don't think that. They just took it on the chin. They tough. No, they mm-hmm. felt that. They felt it. But it's yeah. part of the game, man. Yeah. That's what that's what a warrior and a champion mm-hmm. does. You know what I mean? You have to have good sportsmanship. Yeah. You know, when you win, lose, or draw, mm-hmm. you have to display that, man. That's that's what makes the sport good. You know what yeah. I mean? To me. Yeah, for me, it does because it's like you really get to learn how to be an individual. I know I said that before because I feel like it's that sport where you carry the weight of the world on your back. You carrying your family on your back, your trainer, everybody, your manager, everybody that you know. Homies back in money. the hood, yeah, watching yeah, home, yeah. man, going to you know. All you the that. one guy that came out of that all neighborhood that. to 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 represent them, you know, where he's a team, you know, the bronze team, you know, he has everybody on that team to help him carry that weight. But you, one one mess up, you lose, and after that, it all comes crashing down. So for me, I always felt like you have to kind of become. You have to become this warrior, man. You have to really become this you warrior, you know, beyond just a regular man because you're learning that every day in the gym, you know, translating that energy, you know, be able to face embarrassment, humility, you know. Exactly. So. And, and another thing, too, and I just thought about, too, just think, um, like, okay, if the Lakers lose the playoffs, they're still great. They're still great. People still want their autograph. People still admire them. People mm-hmm. still, y'all just didn't make the playoffs. If a champion loses, he it's, it's kind of over for him. He's not the man no more. Right. He don't get the same introduction. He don't get the same recognition. He don't mm-hmm. get the same pay. Mm-hmm. He don't get so much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so much that you taking the loss mm-hmm. in boxing that you don't take another sport. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, even down to the fans, and you know, a guy get beat up too much. I mean, fans will turn on you. you you're a bum. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Nobody is a fan of a bum. You know what I'm saying? It's made a camp. I'm not going to lie. Like, even when I used to watch the NBA before and I would see a team I was going for in the championships when they lose and I see them all walking off, I was just kind of looking at each one of them like, who's who's really to blame? They shouldn't really feel bad. You yeah. know what I mean? For me. Yeah. But yeah. then when I watch, like, my favorite fighter get knocked out, I almost want to cry. Yeah, it's, it's a little different. It's a little, different. It's a little different. Or even if he know. just lost the decision, you know, he lost – his belts. I I, I, I really feel and, that connection and, to him. And it's a difference, Sam, because, okay, y'all just got y'all butt whipped in basketball. Mm-hmm. I just got my butt whipped in real life. It's different, eh? Mm-hmm. They, they they didn't take punches to the face. They didn't. They, you lost a competitive sport, even though mm-hmm. boxing is a sport, but mm-hmm. it's it's the result of it is not necessarily from a, that's from a, a, a whooping is a whooping, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, okay, basketball players, they lost a game. They didn't, they did their jaw ain't mm-hmm. broke. Their nose ain't broke. Their yeah. hand ain't broke. They just right. upset a little bit. Right. Go take a shower. It's over. Mm-hmm. Fighter got to go to the hospital, get stitched up, mm-hmm. get his nose repositioned. I mean, it's, the list goes on and yeah. how different it is from other sports, man. And that's like one of the things that, you know, y'all see us getting animated because, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you start talking about the differences and why this is like our favorite sport and why we love it so much, it's, it, I could go on for days. Man. You know I would say this because we do move on to a little, another question, but um, playing basketball before when I was a kid, I used to get crossed up a beat. I never really felt too bad about it, but when I lost, when I played chess, I felt a little different. And that's why chess really has this equivalent to boxing because in chess, 
you have to know how to control so many different types of positions, you know, your offense, your defense, you know, you got to protect, you know, the king, the queen. But when you feel like you made that wrong move and somebody has checkmated you, you're, you're like, dang, man, he just beat me. He just beat my strategy. He beat how I was really thinking in life. You know what I mean? Somebody had that one up over you. So I really feel like when I've lost at chess, I kind of feel like, damn, you know, he 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 was one up over my mind. It's almost like he read what I was going to do. Right. So I kind of feel like boxing and chess always had that kind of, you know, hand in hand where you really have to be able to. You just have to be able to think before it's you really swing. Man game, you know? Absolutely. It's I mean, really it's really a thinking man's game. Yeah. But that's why I say and that's you know, we, we elaborate on boxing all the time because a lot of people just think it's punches. No, it's a thinking man's mm-hmm. game. It's a lot of strategy. Like you say, a lot of people correlate it to chess because it's thinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's thinking. It's not just lobbing punches out mm-hmm. there. You'll get knocked out doing that. Because the same way I say if I got checkmate, the fighter he might have got knocked out by not the hardest punch, but he might have threw one and the other guy knew he was gonna throw it. So he steps to the side and makes one counter just off of his mistake, you know, and that's him. So, yeah, man, it's just, it's just so many ways you so, can so look at it, man. Ways, it's man. just so many and, ways you can look at and, it. And I'm going to elaborate on this real quick, Ann, because you brought it up. Like you said, if I lose a game of basketball, that don't mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. You get your ass whooped, that matters, Ann. You lip fat, you going home, your pride mm-hmm. hurt, you embarrassed. The girl just saw you. I mean, it's a whole it's a whole different loss. Again, it's a whole yeah. different loss, yeah. dude. It is. You know what I'm saying? It is, man. But, um... Yeah, man. Another question I had for you, P, um, about some of our episodes that we, you know, done over the past. Was there like one episode that just kind of stood out to you, man, as far as like where you kind of felt like, damn, we just went in on that. Or, you know, we really dropped some knowledge in our way or felt like we kind of pulled in some new listeners. Or hopefully we did that. You know, was there I one mean, episode? Yeah, to be honest, I think... Um Every episode is like a little piece to a big puzzle that we've been doing. So even the first episodes where I was just trying to get comfortable being on the mic and delivering and speaking and all the stuff that I had never done before. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's hard to say which ones right now, man, because, I mean, it has been some, mm-hmm. a few good ones or whatever. It's been a 100 of them now. So we, yeah. we, it's definitely been some good ones in there. But. I do feel like each one is a new little chapter in, you know, this book, this journey that we on mm-hmm. and each one plays a part because even the first one, I've had people tell me that, Hey man, I can see, I can see the improvement from the first one to the what's the name. So I need the first one to, I need the first episode so people can see my improvement. You know what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. just important as the hundredth episode to me because right. people can mm-hmm. make that. Yeah. You know, they can see mm-hmm. that, you know, so it's a lot of different different ways to look at it. Man. But I, 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 that's how I, I over, you know, put it all summed it up, you know, as, as, as a big puzzle. And each episode is just like another little piece of the puzzle is adding some each episode. I believe we, we probably connected to somebody and maybe grabbed a new fan here there because um, it's been coming from the heart. It's been passionate every episode. Man. It's not been one just dumb episode, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every, everyone, we've been like yeah. feeling passionate about it, yeah. regardless how everybody else felt about it, but we went in on every episode as far as, you know, we concerned and like as far as coming from the heart, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Because we ain't making a dime, man. We ain't making a dime making off this dime, shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, so We've been pouring it out, you know, hey. you got something to say about it, you know, that's how I feel, yeah, so. But, but, but what about you, though, man? I mean, you know, you um, I was just flipping through them here on the website. I think I have to say, 
episode 28. You probably agree with this, the one we did about the science behind the knockout. Oh, yeah. That was a, another great one that we don't hear people yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. This is another part of the boxing spectrum. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, that a knockout is one way that you can lose. It's not the only way, but mm-hmm. it, it is like kind of the most exciting way. But people just think it's just throwing a real hard punch, and it really wasn't that. So we did kind of go in and, mm-hmm. you know, break down the science on it a little bit. You know, I mean, I'm big on the science mm-hmm. and the sweet science, but... You know, I like to know why things happen. You know what I'm saying? Not just, I saw this happen. Or, he threw a punch and he fell. Why did he fall? Because mm-hmm. he hit him at the right angle with the right snap. and it just, You know what I mean? I yeah. want to know that behind Right. Him. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt like when we talked about it because it actually made me ask some people, like people and people that work, you know, in radiology just to see, like, have you ever seen a boxer's brain? You know, we can right. look it up online. And um, like you say, um, what happens when you get knocked out, but also the results of a knockout, you know, we kind of touched on that. So I felt like that was kind of one of those episodes we kind of did have to go do that research, you know, and and kind of see for ourselves too, that it's more than that. And, um, yeah, man, I I just felt like that was one of the ones, you know, we could kind of revisit too, you know, even somebody else about how they, and now that you brought it See, up, I mean, like, I think a lot of the ones that we went back on, like, historic, you know, historic fighters, you know, the Jack Johnson episode, mm-hmm. you know, th- I think those were enlight- enlightening because we, and I know I definitely tried to touch points that weren't just common points about that everybody knew. So we were trying to dig and find things that wasn't just common knowledge or not the first thing that pops up if you Google something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we definitely try to bring facts that... They may be new, but they're definitely not the most popular, you know, facts out there about mm-hmm. some of these guys. You know what I mean? I know that that that's something I, I like to pride myself in doing. Bring something new out about this guy that people may have not known. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jack Johnson with the wrench. That, that That's another thing, you know. Some people didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so bringing mm-hmm. it thing. Eh? Most people look at him as a, a big black buffoon, mm-hmm. probably. That's they didn't it, think yeah. that in this early time early 1900s he had the mental capacity to even do whatever he did to be connected to this wrench and you know right. what i'm saying we ain't gonna get into the whole big debate but whatever he had whatever he did to be connected to this wrench is stamped in the history books and it'll be forever you know what i'm saying yeah. so i'm just saying i mean but most, most people just looking at this mm-hmm. big dark guy with these gold teeth yeah. just savage you yeah. know what i mean you wouldn't think that he was on something like that. right and i think the fact that we did talk about that bring it to the episode like you said it's kind of like now you want to do research. And you want you, to say, oh, damn. You see the wrench. Now you see he was part owner in the cotton club. You know, you're going to go back and do your research now and see there's more levels to it. That's why I say, yeah, I feel like um, with a lot of these episodes, when we bring something new to it, another angle nobody's ever seen before, you got to make these fighters, people understand that boxing is more than just a brute sport. You right. know what I mean? It takes more than just a brute to be an actual boxer. You know, right. there's a science behind it. So there's there's math to it you know Absolutely. like geometry like sugar ray robinson said but um yeah the science man that was one of the ones that kind of stood out to me and um shout out to Nas, you know mm-hmm. episode when he you know came and dropped some knowledge on us since he boxed and how he trains people i just felt like he gave us some wise words on you know how he boxing's kind of helped him through his life you know um where he was uh, raised and you know dealing with uh bullies you know having to learn how to fight for self-defense, you know what I mean? Right. So just just hearing from the different people, you know, we interviewed too, you know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely was um, good interviews, you know, Nas, that was definitely insightful. 
um, interviewed that was the first time I met him, but the, the chemistry was instant and we just, you know, banged it out. So, you know, like that's why I say, you know, for me, it's just been like a journey, each little episode. I mean, I'm getting butterflies, I get anxiety, but, you know, we get into the episode and it turned out to be, it'd be all right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's still the same yeah. to me today, you know, I, well, there, you know. Well, there have been times, like, I know you probably felt the same way when we get here. You feel like you ain't prepared, but when you turn the mic on, it's just come out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there have been times like that, like, when we had interviews come up, but they got canceled. And we just have to say, hey, let's, we got to do something for on the day. The fly. And, yeah. you know, we actually yeah. come up with something, you know? I mean, that, that's something else that people might not know. Yeah, there'll be times that we do have something, a regiment, but that falls through. So we got to, at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Come up because we not we we didn't structure this time. We're not gonna waste this time. We didn't structure, you know, yeah. it take mm-hmm. too much to structure this time, you know, to coordinate our schedule. So you know, we, we could just bang something out and it may be freestyle off the top. You know, I, I don't really know how it comes off to the public, but me and my man just sitting here going back and forth like, you know, we, we are mm-hmm. putting a, a, a song together, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Method Red style song, <laughs> you know. But uh other question I got for you, P uh Hope we keep going, you know, keep doing episodes like like I said, like these signs behind the knockouts. You know, we got more for y'all, but um question I had for you yesterday was what's one fight out of your whole lifetime of watching boxing that you feel passionate about? Or still feel passionate about? Um Of course and that's an awesome question and it really it really would take some time to Really come up with 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 maybe one solid answer, but I'm gonna just snatch some off the top of my head. You know what I mean? And, and it would kind of have to be the the Danny Jacobson um, Canelo fight, you know, which is happening this Saturday in Las Vegas. Um, in my opinion, it's like the biggest fight of 2019. There's nothing bigger before, and I don't think it's no two fighters out there that could be bigger after after this fight in 2019, of course. But um, the backstory of, of, of the fight, you know, I mean, even Canelo, you know, I'm not the biggest Canelo fan personally, but skill wise, he, he ranks high up there. You know, I have to acknowledge his, his skill set or whatever. But, you know, even his his background, you know, being from Mexico, being be, be, being a huge star in the game and, and don't speak English, you know, coming up with a test that kind of surprised everybody in the boxing game and nobody uh, I'm not a fan of Canelo but I would have bet money that he wasn't dirty you know what I'm saying I never would have thought he would pop dirty Mm -hmm. so just even his story is kind of compelling you know facing somebody like Floyd Mayweather pretty much as a kid in the game and how valuable that was to him Mm -hmm. you know we've seen how he's improved since that fight we see him do stuff that Floyd Mayweather was doing to him in that fight so um his story is compelling, but of course, Danny Jacobs, you know, being from Brownsville, New York, you know, all the things that he's went through in his life, being, a, you know, coming from a single family home, you know, to growing up being a father himself and raising his kids and being in his kids life the way that he wished his parents were, you know, the cancer thing, you know, having the cancer and the doctor saying he would never, ever fight again to today being one of the biggest Fights facing one of the best middleweights on the planet right now. That's a compelling story, man. Yeah, that's a compelling story. You it know is. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a compelling story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm so ready for Saturday night, yeah. man. And that's what's crazy is like 
that's a good example of what you were saying earlier. Like the fight is the last thing that really got you passionate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's everything it's, around it's it. It's everything around it, dude. Which even like all of that before the lead up to actually seeing a fight, that's big. Yeah. Every, everything you mentioned is big because did you get a chance to watch the 40 days? I, t- I didn't gotta, see all of it. I did it, turn it on. It, I started to, to I started, yeah. I didn't get all the way through that. And you see, he ain't watch it, but he already knew everything about Danger because everything you were mentioned, they brought to the forefront in a good way, man. Like yeah. they really brought some solid, thorough stories on, you know, Danny Jacobs and um, the cancer, how it was on the spine, how, you know, the doctor said this, how Danny Jacobs said, nah, I'm going to do it, you Absolutely. know, and just talking to his people on how he boxed and how he learned how, you know, to mm-hmm. fight a bully, you know, all of that leading up to it just makes you say, like, yeah, man, Danny Jacobs, he's like a real man. You know what I mean? A real, a real he, he learned how to man. be a real man at a young age. And like, I feel like he's one of the best representations of the sport today. Absolutely. He, he's definitely a class above all the fighters all in his age group. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he's, he's a class act. And then, you know, and, you know the, the, the never give up mantra. The doctors told him these are people who go to school and study all this stuff and know all this information that we we don't know and we trust and put in their hands that they know it. Mm-hmm. And for them to tell him it wasn't going to happen to him to say, guess what? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. They never give up to get knocked down, to get back up. It's just all connected to, 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 to the boxing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The yeah. boxing mantra. You get knocked down and you get back up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You never give up. You know, you stay in the fight. All of those things is what he symbolizes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because again, like he just showed you he's a real man is because he was able to not do, do what everybody else says. You know, we're not going to take the doctor's word for it. When people take the doctor's word for it, that's it sometimes. You know, they go by that. But he was like, no, I really want to do this, you know. Right. I'm making my choice to go back to the ring and do it. You know, like he said, he came into the ring or came into the gym over 200 pounds, you know. Exactly. And they felt like he wouldn't be able to do that or lose the weight and come back and do it. But he did it, man. And and and, and not just did it. And did it on this level, dude. Mm-hmm. That's what we really got to mm-hmm. specify. Did it on this level. He's on yeah. the top level. Yeah. The top. The top level. Top not level. just like a journeyman guy. No. Top, you know. No. In the top no. 10. He's no. got a belt. Think about that. <laughs> he faced the middleweight killer. Yeah. He faced the middleweight killer. In a lot of people's eyes, he won that fight. I'm one of them. I'm a Triple G fan. Mm-hmm. He gave Triple G work in that fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now he's facing the next best thing mm-hmm. at 100. Come on, and Remember, before he faced Canelo, he beat three undefeated fighters in a row. Right. That somebody else out there should have been fighting. Absolutely. But he fought all three of these young lines in a row. Then he didn't have to. To get a belt, yeah. He didn't have to, he he didn't didn't have have to, to. take that chance, yeah. you know? He, did, he was more established than these guys. He didn't mm-hmm. have to take that chance. He took that chance to... Validate himself, say, "Yo, I'm worthy." Could have lost up? along the way. He could have, and, and, and fooled all of this. You mm-hmm. know, had he lost, we wouldn't be seeing this fight right now. So I'm just saying, man, just everything from the cancer survivor to the you know climbing his way back up through the rankings, mm-hmm. getting back on top. I mean, if he could cap this off with a win, even if he don't, but if he could cap it off with a win, it's going to be like it's going to be like the best story. A 2019, one of the best boxing stories of the decade to me, Ant. Yeah. Really. Yeah, because like you said, like, this is the biggest fight this year. Yeah. So far, you know, and I think, I don't really think there's another fight that's going to match it, really, you know. It's not two names in the game, Ant, that we could put together outside of them two mm-hmm. for the rest of the year and make anything bigger. Ain't two names, Ant. Ain't two, two names. got two big guys with all the belts that agreed on a fight. Agreed. And then the resume and the accolades and the skills on both sides. are there. You yeah, know what I mean? Both sides, yeah. 
So, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. That's a fight. I understand how you feel passionate about that. Definitely, man. Um, I think one of the ones that I felt passionate, I feel passionate about still would have to be, it goes more on the performance, I think. Um, and it's more of, a, I know it's more of a darker term, but it was a Gerald McClellan, Nigel Benn mm-hmm. fight. You know, because uh, uh, Gerald McClellan, he was one of my favorite fighters, you know, coming up, watching him fight. And just seeing him as one of those guys, I felt, you know, he had all the tools, you know, you know, coming up in the amateurs. Uh, just just all around nice guy, too, you know, and uh, just a tough guy in the ring that had everything. You know, he had the heart, the skill and the chin. And um, it was just one of those nights, you know, where he kind of let the warrior in him take over when he should have, you know, kind of been a little smarter in the fight against Nigel Ben. And, you know, it's just one of those fights, you know, I always always makes me feel like what could have been with him, you know, Man. like just seeing after after getting that knocked when he got knocked down in that um, like 10th, 10th, 11th round and you could just see him squint, you know, he was yeah. really, really feeling the pain, you know, he was really starting to feel, you know, the damage right then and they had to take him out and stretch it, you know, and the fact that the, the fight touched, you know, close friends to him like Roy Jones, you know, it kind of affected how Roy Jones fought and, you know, how Roy Jones, Jones felt about that fight, you know, it just really made me feel like, damn, you know, that, that that dark side of the sport. But, you know, that's what they really want to do. But yeah, it was just like one of those those fights that, yeah, I still think about. Yeah. I just kind of think about. But I, I want to bring up another point, Ant, because it's just, it, you know, and that's just one example of how dangerous the sport is. Gerald mm-hmm. McClellan was a beast, mean, destroying people out there. This one night changed his life. Yeah. His life, and not mm-hmm. just changed... His status, it changed his life. His life. To the, from that day on, his life was never mm-hmm. the same. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's so much on the line with this sport that it's, it's, it's kind of unbelievable that these guys take these risks to entertain mm-hmm. fans. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, that's a sad story. Nobody, No boxing fan wants to see a fighter be incapacitated. You know what I'm saying? By no means. I don't care how much you didn't like him. If he get knocked out, that's fine. But we don't want to see a guy be incapacitated or permanently damaged. We want everybody to go home. If you got your tail whipped, shut your mouth and go home and take care of your family. You know, mm-hmm. we, we we don't want to see any ill will towards any fighter. But at the same token, like I told you, Aunt, it's the hurt business. It's a hard way to make a buck. I I wouldn't want to. I would I wouldn't want it as an occupation. You know what I mean? No. I'm glad to just be a fan of it, but um. It's very, very dangerous, man. And that's what I say, man. You know, that McClellan fight, I mean, that night changed his life, you know, forever. Not for not for the better, for the worse. Yeah. So, um And and another thing that really had me down about it was the fact that like he said, or his sister said, like, all of these fighters that used to be his friend from the gyms and you know, they used to always talk to him and call him, none of them really none of them called him no more. He ain't get no calls except from Roy. You know, shout out to Roy Jones because he was actually, you know, donating a part of his purse to help take care of him. You know, he was yeah. actually donating part of his purse for um, his medical needs, you know. So it was just one of those fights where it shows you, you know, who's really your friend. You know, like Sergio Martinez said when he lost that fight against Miguel Cotto, right? When he lost that fight. Mm-hmm. And he said the only three calls he got was from his mom, you know. Exactly. Exactly. And that goes back to, like I said, when the Lakers lose a championship, they don't go through that. Mm-mm. You think nobody calls, nobody on the Lakers, that don't happen. Mm-hmm. If a fighter lose, it can get real dark and lonely mm-hmm. because you're not the man no more. You're not, you right. don't have the belt. That's different. 
LeBron is still a man whether he got won the finals or not. Mm-hmm. He still would dunk on your neck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But something about guarantee that he can have that chance again. again you know what I mean? It's more of a guarantee. It's something about when you take the championship from a fighter, how everything changes. It's kind of mm-hmm. like being being the man that you demand. And when you when you ain't the man no more, you ain't the man. Nobody's checking for you no more. You ain't the champ. Nobody ain't champ. Nobody really, mm-hmm. you know, and it really changes that way. Yeah. We talking about, like you say, Martinez, McClellan, we talking about top guys yeah. who everybody disappeared on. We ain't talking about yeah. just a nobody yeah, and people disappeared. Talking about top guys. Yeah. So if it can happen to top guys, what come you, on, man. Yeah. What do you think come of on. Mike Regular? So it's another psychological, you know, thing that fighters go through, man. That other yeah. athletes don't go through, man. I just, I just had to say that, man. I, mm-hmm. You know, just something that, 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 that simple. Like you say, man. Um, you know, when the team loses, it's not the same as. When 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 one guy loses, he he has to bear all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has to bear all of that. You know, and like I say, you know, the Lakers might lose and still go out to party that night. Still yeah. go out to party. Still the team they still checks. got money. Yeah, right. they still mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Fighter, you know, if he loses, he ain't in the mood to party. Ain't he? Right. You know what I mean? Right. He lumped up. You know, it's one thing you won, you lumped up. Then you don't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You might want to party, but you lost the fight. You lumped up. You lost your title. Who want to party? Who want to party after that? Right. Night? I'm just saying. Yeah, because we've seen it even on the lower levels. Like the winner, he gets the accolades. You see, he gets the pats on the back. But the guy who may got knocked out, he's usually in the corner somewhere, you know, trying to avoid being seen because he don't want people to say, oh, that's the guy that got knocked out. Exactly. That humility you had to have because, you know, it's going to happen. There's only two people playing. There's only two people fighting. So Guys that lose a championship, like you said, they might go to the bar and get some free drinks because they say, oh, you didn't make it. They might get something for free on the house still. But, you know, like you said, when it's the loser in in a boxing match, Everybody's turning their back. On, yeah, everybody's you know? turning your back. And then, like you know, LeBron might lose and don't want to do an interview. He got fourteen other people, seven other people that can do the interview. Mm-hmm. The fighter, if he don't want, you know, he got a man up. That's why I say the, the, the humility you have to have, man, because you have to man up. There's nobody yeah. else that can talk for you. Have you ever seen a trainer do a post fight interview for a fighter? No, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Exactly, the yeah. fighter has to talk, right, or not talk. I mean, he don't have to. Yeah, that's not a gun to his head, but. The, the, he the wants sport. to pull up that mantra that he has. He has to do it. Type of way to be back. The same way you do when you win, you do it when you lose. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's why I say, like, for me, that one fight, it just kind of opened a lot of uh, doors for me to understand, like, what a fighter has in him, and the truth behind, you know, your what they what they call friends in the boxing game. You know what I mean? It kind of opens up so many things for you. You know, you really gotta. So what type of warrior you are in defeat. And then after that, you got people over here that want to be your friend only when you're the man. You know what exactly. I mean? So there was just so many mixed feelings with that fight. I just felt like, yeah, it was something I really kind of felt passionate about, man. But, um, yeah, man, we've been on for about an hour, though, man, just, you know, talking big game like we always do. Um, talking about this fight coming up. Who, who you got anyway, man, since you brought it up, Danny Jacobson Canelo, bro? Um, Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah, man, it's going down Saturday night, man. I'm I'm really, really, really an- just anticipating <clears throat> anticipating a great fight come Saturday night. Um, of course, you know I'm pulling for my boy Jacobs. Like I said, if he could pull this off, it just would be it would be that much more gratifying for me to see him win than Canelo win. Just just uh, you know, realistically speaking, or whatever. So, um, I'm definitely. Pulling for my boy Jacobs to pull this out, but the only thing is tricky, Ant, because 
can he get a decision against Canelo in Vegas? You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I honestly don't think. I mean, he knocking Canelo out. That's if if you know, cause Triple G didn't even really have him hurt. Or, you know, he's got a chin. I don't see a knockout happening. You know, even though Jacob said he's gunning for the knockout, which I'm not going to rule. You know, mm-hmm. all it takes is the right punch. But, yeah. you know, I don't really see Canelo getting knocked out. But I just fear that even if Danny Jacobs is doing his slick boxing and outboxing, this guy, will, will they give him the decision? Because we've seen Canelo have issues with slick boxes and the decision still go the other way. You know, like Laura, Laura, you know, almost, the Floyd, Carl, yeah, Floyd the, you know, so yeah. it's just a little, um, I'm a little worried for him in that way, but mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, he's already won that to beat cancer and make it back to this level. It, he can't lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This fight can't determine whether he's a loser or not. You yeah. know, he's already won in my eyes in life. Yeah. Cause to me, like I told you, I see it like superstar versus one of the best weapons representations in boxing like being a superstar don't necessarily mean you you represent the sport well Absolutely you know what not. i mean no, no, that's no, why i feel no. like it's like no. this it's even to me i feel like canelo and jacobs is the even even playing field and when it comes down technical too man i feel like this is a 50 50 fight because for one jacobs he's been in well he's been in the middleweight division this mm-hmm. is his division really mm-hmm. you know some people didn't even know if canelo's gonna stay at 154 or exactly. go to light heavyweight or go to 168 where jacobs He's comfortable here. You know, why is he going to let somebody, a young kid who, you know, has been having everything handed to him, why is he going to let this little kid come up and try to whoop him? And this is his division. He's already whooped three undefeated fighters in a row. Absolutely. And to me, beat Triple G. Yeah. You know, so I kind of feel like this is, like I said, best representation of the sport in the middleweight division, ready to get his, man. So I'm going I'm going for Jacobs, but I feel like it's a 50-50 fight, though. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It ain't pay per view. It's on the, the the zone app. You know, I think that's fair. I think that's you know that's that's kind of the road they kind of need to start going to with boxing. You know, yeah. this is actually a fight I would pay for though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, all yeah. day. I mean, it's to, like I said, in my opinion, it's the biggest fight of this year. Mm-hmm. What other fight could match the resume, the the status, anything that these two guys are bringing to the table? I don't think it's nothing out, and so um. I definitely would pay for this. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, definitely, man. Like always, P, you know, it's always it's always fun just kind of sitting here talking boxing like we always do, but I don't want to hold you up, P. Uh, was there any, uh, anything you want to say in closing? Um, this one up? No, man, I just want to give out a few shout-outs, man, just, you know, kind of people that have been there, you know, from the beginning. Definitely want to give a shout-out to DJ Pocket, man. He's been supporting since day one, throwing us two tracks, you know, no charge, Definitely appreciate that, man. And they wasn't just garbage tracks. They was well put together tracks. I really appreciate that, man. You know, um, of course, Roger, you know, Roger, yeah, my guy, you know, Roger been day one, you know, Eric Thompson, everybody, everybody that been day one, man, and consistent with us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, we appreciate y'all and we looking to, to get some new, some new, some new people, but you know, Ant got his little list over here. You know, you you wanna you gonna go into there, man? You go ahead, man. Go All right, I'll go down this. Like you said, shout out to Roger. Hey, uh, like I said, Roger been day one. You know, hey, he really absolutely. been respecting the grind, and he been really wanting to learn boxing. Now, you know, you know, kind of educating him on on the sport too. So, you know, I, I really appreciate him. Um, first couple of times when I saw him, you know, he called me combo breaker night. Now I was like, damn, I'm gonna star off in this one. <laughs> But uh, yeah, definitely shout out to Eric. You know, Eric Thompson. 
Uh, he's been a good supporter of the show. Uh, Donnie, okay. Dangerous Donnie Marshall, you know, definitely. Donnie shout. Yeah, definitely uh, want to see him do big things in his next fight. Uh, we got Gleek Titus. Yeah. IG, you know, always sure. been coming through, you know, uh, sending up with some boxing news when he catch it. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Mike Amazing. You know, always kind of been coming through too. Same same energy. Consistent. You yeah. Know? Absolutely. Yeah, shout out to Big Mike, the little Mike. Yeah. You know, doing that thing still, still trying to climb to the top too, you know, still, still yeah. give you respect, man. Hold your head, Junior. It's, yeah. it's coming, man. Always. And uh, shout out to Nas. Shout out to my man Nas for coming through, like for I sure. said, with that episode, you know, doing them all, uh, dropping them gems on us. You know, he's been a long time friend to me and every time I want to know something about the sport, you know, he always kind of educates me. So next time we have him come, come through, P, you know, we need to chop it up all three Absolutely. of us again, man. Absolutely. And shout out to Shelly Vincent, you know, one of the fighters that came through for us, definitely wanted to come through and, you know, give us an interview. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate that. Now, I want to see you bounce back again in your next fight. Absolutely. All, all the people that, you know, got got up with us for the interviews, definitely appreciate that. You know, with this, the future interviews that we lining up, you know, we appreciate that too. Um, I want to give a shout out to Vegan April, you know, another supporter of all the platforms, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, I, you know, I support her thing as well. She's doing the juice thing. But, yeah, just everybody. And like I say, man, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's people that we don't even know. And we don't even know about, you know, this supporting and showing love yeah. or whatever. But these are just, you know, some names that, you know, we, we you know, thought of real quick off the top of our head. It's kind of like you were at an award ceremony and you're forgetting to give people shout outs or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we appreciate everybody. And, you know, we do shout outs on the regular. So if we ain't get you this time. You know, try just listen to each episode and, you know, look out for your name. Yeah, always. Cause it's all love, man. You know, like I said, we don't come to debate. We just come to share our thoughts on the sport, man. But, um, yeah, again, P, uh, guess in closing, you know, I got to say, you know, boxing is life. You know, I said that a minute again. But um, I feel that way, man, today because I just told you, like, dealing with some situations in the outside world, in the real world for us, there's certain situations where you kind of got to, before you act on something, you got to see what somebody else is doing so you know how to react to it. You know, you got to make adjustments to every situation you're in. You know, you can't approach it the same way all the time. You know, you got to kind of study your opponent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You got to study a person, study their body language. Like, do they really mean what they say? Are they going to really come with that same energy when you come at them? So I just feel like that's just something in life, you know, something in boxing. And it's also something in life you got to deal with. You know, you got to go out there and know how to read people, read body language and make adjustments. It's definitely a lot of parallels and stuff that I use every day and just my everyday life, dealing with people, dealing with situations, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, for real. But you you can't forget, P, you got to give everybody a home address too, man. I swear I ain't trying to get people to come to my house, man. I'm telling I'm warning y'all, don't show up at my house, man. It's going to be a problem. But, um, you know, y'all can check us out on our platforms, man. You can always check me out on P. Hill on Instagram. And you can check me out at Loud Pack Boxing on Instagram. And check me in and out on Jab Effect on Instagram and Facebook and about 10 other platforms. I ain't going to run them down for you because I, I don't know all of them. Uh, I should know them by now. It's like a rap by now, man. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me. You can follow me on uh, uh, Combo Breaker 99 on IG and All Boxing Everything on IG. 
but you can follow us both on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you subscribe to the podcast. We can hit us under the episode on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. That's all of them. Just look up the Jab Podcast because we're the only ones that come up. Because we're the only ones in this lane, bro. But yeah, man, again, shout out to everybody and happy 100th episode to you, Pete. Yeah, for sure, man. Likewise. Absolutely, yeah. man. But again, I'm Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy, Boxing P, y'all. Stay subscribed and stay listening. Peace. Later.